caller, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, how are you? I'm very good, how are you? Good, how can I help you? I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, this is John Edward calling. I'm so humbled that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much, and good luck. Thank you. you you're the best. All because right. that's, you are All so right. right. You're right on the tee. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. That's wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile. And uh, mm-hmm. the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, uh, it, it feels really good. Uh, may everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Good. Good. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know? <laughs> One more. One okay. More. Please, don't be me. It is you, dear, 727. Oh my God! I was just, I didn't think I was talking to anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh I my was God! Talking. Well, good evening, everybody. It is Tuesday, March twenty seventh, two thousand and twelve. You're listening to Be the Light Now Radio, and I'm your host, Reverend Michael. Hopefully, everyone's had a great day. I know I have. It's been interesting, to say the least. And if you're listening in and trying to uh, to call in, uh, and it just keeps on ringing, try, just hang up, try again. Uh, it seems like uh, BTR is having issues with uh, phone systems, which is uh, nothing out of the ordinary. 
So you just got to keep on trying. There's nothing I can do on this end. So, you know, other than try to complain, but then again, it doesn't do any good to complain. They don't listen. It's one of those things, you know. Try complaining. People don't listen to you. Anyways, we listen. We're here to help. But tonight we have a phenomenal guest. Let me pull up everything I need to here. Professional astrologer, tarot advisor, helps individuals, couples, business owners. Oh, my God, I need a reading on that part. Helps them to make decisions and better understanding and laugh about themselves, their relationships, and their options. She's also a lawyer with a small business practice, a singer, actress, and a freelance writer. Runs the Professional Aquarian YouTube channel that so many people are following and uh, listening into. And also the site EmpowermentUnlimited.net, where you can read her weekly, moon, and monthly forecasts and listen to her weekly podcasts. Everyone help me welcome to the show the incomparable Kathy Beale. Hello, Kathy. Hi. Welcome to the show. Oh, my gosh. I'm really on. This is wonderful. Yes. You're on. Great. <laughs> so how are you this evening? I'm quite good. How are you? Doing wonderful now that we have you on here. So tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Oh, well, I'm in. I'm based in northwestern New Jersey, but I've spent a large portion of time in Texas, uh, and I've had a, a very diverse life, and I continue to have a very diverse life. That's why I use the term professional Aquarian to describe myself. Um, but I really love doing readings for people because there's this enormous sense of optimism for the future when you help people see that there's something they can do about their situation and give them tools for improving their lives. I don't know. I just I get a real buzz off that. Well, that's good, though. So, I mean, so is that one of the good things you like about doing these readings? Yes. Yes, I mean, I often get through with a session with a client and just say, I love doing this. How many people say that about their work? Not too many these days. So what's the one thing that you dislike about doing readings? Oh, well, I I don't like people thinking that uh, you know scary stuff or... Uh, people thinking that I have the power to tell them what to do and guarantee an outcome, because that is absolutely inaccurate. And yeah. I also am not really happy about uh, you know people who are, are scared. And I, I've lived in to- I've lived in places where I kept a very low profile about what I did for fear that someone was going to set fire to my lawn. You know, there are people that don't understand. Think there's something wrong? Oh yeah, I live here in Florida, so yeah, there's definitely a lot of that going around too. <laughs> and that's why. I have... Yeah. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, at one point, while I was still very, very actively practicing law in Texas, I had a client who was real dissatisfied with our um, state representative and got it into his head that I should run against her and he was he had the money for the filing fee and he told me to sleep on it and I just had this image of headlines tarot reading attorney and I thought no no sure don't want that happening nope mm-mm. yeah so, no don't don't want to go that way uh-huh so yeah that's why down here in uh in Florida you know I've gone ahead with the uh in your face type 
attitude uh, as far as our metaphysical center goes because it's uh, in a little strip center right at the corner, close to the road, busy road, right at an intersection. And I have an eight-foot-long by two-and-a-half-foot sign, bright yellow, with big 10-inch letters that says metaphysical across it. So everyone's like, ooh, definitely eye-catching. That's my intention. Uh, so although it's kind of scary wondering what's going to happen in the future. <laughs> so, but, you know, that's... It's just interesting just being, you know, out there in their faces about it. Oh, I'm pretty bold these days, but, you know, there's an element of discernment. You need to read the energy around you and know when someone's going to be available and open and when you're really just unnecessarily making people uncomfortable. Yeah, and uh, especially what part of Texas are you in? Well, I was in Houston. I'm in the New Jersey area now. Oh, okay, much better. Uh, actually, much better energy. In some ways, yeah. <laughs> but I like the food down there. <laughs> so I brought you to New Jersey. It's a very long story. <laughs> Let's just Uh-oh. say I'm here. <laughs> so how long have you known that you've had your abilities? Oh, I've I've been... I suspect that I was like this when I was really, really young. I know I lived in kind of a fairy tale world. Um, but by the time I got into junior high school, I started actively studying and reading and learning as much as I could. And um, there was a brief period in my life where I tried to put all of it aside for a few years uh, while I was in law school. And when I started studying for the bar exam, at the time when my rational mind was most caught up with learning things, all the stuff that I'd put aside started erupting, and I started having precognitive dreams. And then within days of having the dream, actually the event playing out right before my eyes, which had not happened to me before. So I realized then I had to start integrating these abilities into my regular life where they were going to like stew and then just burst out of control like a pressure cooker blowing up. So they've been with me for a long time. I guess it's the best way of putting it. So... Uh how did uh, how did everyone around you uh, react to it when you were younger? Uh, well, it was odd. Um, I mean, I was you know I was just off in a little fantasy land as far as most people were concerned. Um, and uh, my mother actually gave me my first tarot deck uh, one day when I came home from school. She was an artist and she found this Aquarian deck. I am an Aquarian. So she gave it to me, and and then there was a bit of discomfort about the fact that I owned this thing, which was a bit of a mixed message. Um, But, you know, I learned things, people gave me things, and uh, my family just sort of didn't pay much attention to what I was up to for a long time. But now, and I went through a phase in my 20s when certain family members actively scoffed at me for what I was doing, but... I've I've had pretty much every close blood relative ask for a reading, um, even even my parents, which has been that was kind of surprising. And I figure, you know, if you can read for a scientist parent, you can read for anybody if you can get past that. Yeah. So they constantly still get you for readings. Mm-mm. No, no. Okay. If, if they see me, they might ask me a question, but no, they don't. They don't call me or or ask for that sort of thing. No, my friends do. My my family basically doesn't. Oh, okay. They they've learned now not to ask you for any any questions. Oh, I just think they're not. They don't. They don't navigate the world that way. So, 
it's not something that occurs to them to ask for. So, and uh, how soon after you meet, you know, make new friends, do you tell them, you know, what you do? These days, I'm real upfront, really fast, because it's it's like a uh, a sorting device. And I've started when I the I I still I still do practice some law, and when I go to lawyer networking meetings, when I stand up, I've been doing this for several years now. I'll say I'm not looking for your law referrals. I want the clients that can't figure their problems out, that seem to have deep problems and troubles and here's and this is what I do and at first I would just say oh my business is called empowerment unlimited and then one person who I think kind of had it in for me at one meeting said she's an astrologer so now I just say it at the outset this is what I really do and this is what I can do for people and I can teach you how to extricate your energy from other people so that you're not just sitting up at night worrying about your clients all the time and and now people wave, wave their hands at these meetings and go give me your card so cool I'm pretty open so do you miss uh, doing law? Nope. I still okay. do some, but no, no, no. I find this infinitely more satisfying. Yeah, it's always good when you can uh, start doing this full-time and uh, really be satisfied with the work. I've been moving that way for several years, yes, yes. Well, I how about we go Okay. Why don't we go ahead and take a couple of calls? Yeah, let's go ahead and take some calls here. Switchboard is acting a little strange here, so I guess it's the energies, Mercury retrograde, and all that other fun stuff. Oh, there's more than Mercury retrograde. (laughs) Oh yeah. But we'll talk about that shortly. Hi, Diana. You're on air. Hi. Hi, Kathy. Uh, Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. Um, So my question is uh, is related to my employment situation. So um, I'm currently unemployed. Uh, last year I was let go of a company that I was with for five and a half years, and then since then I was um, consulting on a temporary basis for a few months, and that ended about two weeks ago. Um, so I wanted to see what you saw with regards to uh, my job situation and, and when that's going to come. Uh, things are going to still be kind of slow for the next few weeks. Even if you get nibbles, they might not turn into much of anything until toward the end of April. Um, I think that you've already made contact with either the person or the company that the next situation is coming through, um, although it never hurts to continue you know, to expand your, your web. Um, but I, I think that the connection has already been made and something's percolating in that regard. Um, is there any communication aspect to what you do? Like, uh, is, does it involve uh, writing or the media or dealing with the phones or the, or the Internet or anything? What? No, no. no. I, I, I work in the financial industry. Uh, but you don't do research and write papers and things like that? No, I don't. Okay, because maybe that's... Well, it seems like it's already through a circle of people that you know, um, and there is a favor or two that will be repaid to you in bringing this back into your life in some way. So I think this is going it, to... It is... This is matching what I, what I got a minute ago. It's going to come through... Uh, 
a, a network you're already part of. It's not uh, going to involve um, branching out into new territory or something. Now, I think there's going to be something slightly different about the next situation where you'll move off and try something slightly different, but it doesn't mean you have to – you're not moving into a different industry. That that That's clear. Um, hold on. One more. And there is kind of a feeling of allowing it to happen rather than making it happen. So I would encourage you to stay in touch with people you already know and people that you've worked with. Um, do you have a, like a group of friends that you have anything to do with that you any kind um, of social connections? Yeah, some some previous old colleagues. So uh, that I, I keep in touch with, and then I, I typically go with the recruiters. Right, they, now, which would which would make uh, sense. But I have the feeling that just for right now, continue to work the contacts that you currently have. Stay in touch with your friends. Um, there's probably a slightly different direction that's going to turn out being what works, but you can't force it, you can't brainstorm it, you cannot plan it and make it happen. This one comes this one comes to you rather than you going out and finding it. I see. So have you do you have the uh flexibility to actually have some downtime right now? I mean like intentional downtime. Can you leave town, do something different, clear your mind? Um yeah, I, I just don't want to leave when, just in case there's an interview that comes up, and, and that's why I'm sort of sticking around the area. Well, this doesn't even have to be all that long of a trip, mm-hmm. but it it might break some things loose if you uh, give yourself a little bit of a break and oh. and like clear your mind out and physically go someplace else and and then let it... It's like you create a vacuum. There's something about sitting around and making yourself available while logically it makes sense has kind of the same feeling as sitting and staring at a pot when you're cooking okay, and waiting for it to boil. And, you know, like if you leave the room, then before you know it, blam, it's boiling. So there's kind of the same thing happening with this. Okay. So really you're seeing things don't really pick up until the end of uh, April-ish. Ish, that's right. And, and you might, you know, you might get ideas, you might get leads, you might even talk to people. But anything actually moving forward, no, not till after then, not until okay. late in the month. Okay. So I'm not saying leave. I'm not saying leave town for a month. <laughs> Don't right. do that. But uh, give yourself. You, you might find that things go better and differently if you give yourself a little bit of a a breather, like even just go away for the weekend. Okay. Okay. It Great. seems to energetically have a big effect, and uh, and I think there's some again there's something that's already in process with people that you've already made contact with, uh, and somebody may have even thought of something or suggested something that you said poo pooed, uh, like nah that's not for me, um, but it's hold on, whatever this is it's a little higher profile than you're used to. And it's very re-energizing for you. And it does definitely involve 
an alliance with or help from somebody you already know. Can you tell us that person's female or male? Well, when I said a minute ago that someone might have made a suggestion that you said eh or poo-pooed, did that ring? Did that resonate? Is there something that happened? Because that came through a woman. Um, early, no. the, I have a no? former manager who is, uh, the company had a, a basically a hiring freeze, and I think it's starting to lift slowly, and she wants to bring me in for an interview, um, although nothing's been scheduled yet, and that sort of sounds like what you're describing. Okay, so. And that, so that would fit then, that would fit then. Uh, so there's something there's something that you'll at least get to talk about through her. Okay. I don't think it's set yet that that's what you would get, but at least it's an option, a door opening that you could consider. Okay. Um, and just one final question, I'm sorry, but do you actually see me working, like, in the month of May or just sort of? Oh, uh, working in the month of May. Hang on a second. Let's look at that. You know, by the middle of the month, yes. It may be that things are still being worked out at the beginning of it, mm-hmm. but by the middle of the month, you'll, you'll be you'll be gainfully occupied in some way. Okay, that's not so bad. That's not that far. <laughs> no, it's not that far. So that's why go have some downtime. I think you've earned it. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, Kathy. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Okay, have, have a good night, Diana. Thank you. Yeah, it occurs to me while you're uh, sorting out who the next caller will be. I wanted to mention that I I have uh, an offer for anyone who's listening to this show. If you go to my site and you sign up for my mailing list, I will send you an MP3 of a really lovely uh, guided meditation I did. That's a relaxation and rejuvenation medis- uh, meditation where you basically bathe in the pond of the star from the star card in the tarot. Nice. And so if you anyone goes to my site empowermentunlimited.net in the upper left-hand corner there is a box that says join my mailing list. If you fill it out there will be a spot in the form once you go into it where you can mark that you came from the Be the Light Now show and if you do that I will email you my mp3 and this offer is good until the 15th of april if anyone is listening to this in the archives well thank you you're welcome i have to go ahead and make sure i get myself a copy of that too (laughs) certainly Uh, i always love listening to other people's meditations you can that's really interesting because there's such a difference in how people do them yep yeah big difference on how people do it and Mm -hmm. because no two people do them the same so no very true I've been doing them since the mid-80s, so I have kind of an old style for them. <laughs> well, that takes care of the one question. You have to be psychic then, because I was going to ask you about your website and all, how everyone can get a hold of you for a private reading, but I guess they just go to empowerment... Unlimited. Unlimited dot net. Net, like safety net. Empowerment unlimited dot net. You can also find me on Facebook through Empowerment Unlimited. I have a... I have a business page. Cool. Either one works, but you can only sign up for my mailing list through the site. And it has a list of my, uh, I have some current specials. 
There's some special readings and some special rates. Uh, right now, my special I have a special half an hour reading for people who have either the sun, the moon, or the rising sign in Aries, because that's getting very activated right now. Cool. So Aries, uh, that's the uh, sign for right now, right? Is that yes. correct? That okay. is correct. And if you and if if people you know if someone doesn't know whether their moon sign or their rising sign is Aries, from my page I have a way that you can under the special consultations tab, I have a way you can either look it up or send me email and I'll tell you whether you qualify. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to get a quick little read from you in just a little while too then. Sure. All right. Let's bring on oh, Kathy from Maryland. Hello, Kathy. Hi. Doing great there. How can we help you? Um, I have a problem with uh, ringing in my ear, and I'm trying to find out what's going on, if it's the angels or what. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to tune in. Um, I will tell you that uh, medical and physical issues are not in my area of specialty, but let me see what I can what I can get. How long is how long have you been experiencing this? Just for like three weeks? Three months. Three months. Okay, I heard of three. Um, is it constant or does it come oh well okay, wait a minute. Yeah, there is some kind of while I'm not gonna downplay the probability of there being a physical component to this there does seem to be an opening to vibrations from something other than normal, tangible reality. And there, uh, it's funny that we asked about angels because there could, if that is something that fits into the way you view the world and existence, it's very possible that something that you would perceive as angelic energy is at least resonating around you and you're starting to pick it up. I'm not going to go so far as to say that there is a being attempting to communicate with you, merely that you're now becoming aware of the presence around you of these beings. Have you ever worked with uh, any of the uh, card decks by an author named Doreen Virtue, V-I-R-T-U-E? No, but I've heard of her. She has a number of decks, and there is an there is an um, an archangel deck that could be you might find really really interesting and useful. Uh, they're around these decks are somewhere around twenty five dollars. Actually, and, they're less than that. Oh, yeah, if you okay. go to Amazon too, you can get a really good yeah. deal on them sometimes. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I have the archangel decks, and they are amazing. They're wonderful to work with. Right, you can get the most astonishing information. You can just ask for what you need for that day or if you have a problem. So you could, and I'm thinking that this would be more beneficial for you to actually make contact with whatever it is that's around you rather than to have another person be the conduit for you. But you could start now. I mean, I would encourage you to get, get one of these decks, but in addition to that, you could right now ask, who is this? Do you have a message for me? What's going on? You can ask Archangel Raphael, which which rules who rules healing, physical healing, to help you adjust to or adjust any kind of 
actual physical problem that's going on in your body that might be related to this. Um, Gabriel's a, an angel of communication. You could also ask, you know, is there a message? What's going on? How can I work with this? And um, I've had some clearings, but it comes back. Interesting. So you, you've had somebody actually energetically clear you and the sound goes away and then it comes back? Yeah. So ask, who is this? I do. I, I've been asking. And you're not being told? No, not getting an answer. You may need to start with an, a tangible conduit then. I would really encourage you to work with these cards and see if that assists you in some way. Because hmm. I think I think that that could be that could be a way of starting to open a, a means of communicating with whatever this energy is around you, and it does feel like it's either from or near that realm. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, the phone line was distorted in what you just said. Oh, it's not a um, a, not a entity that I don't want to talk to. Then, like uh, somebody that needs to go away. I don't have that feeling at all. Okay. And you can you can certainly set that uh, you can set the guidelines before you communicate. You can say I will only communicate with something that's of, and you state what it is you want. Uh, and banish anything that's of a lower energy, but but uh, you can you you get to you get to say who you will and will not deal with. Okay. You have control over your energy. Actually, people think they don't, but mm-hmm. you do. I mean, you do. Hmm. All righty. I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah, I would. I would say. I would. Uh, that's the approach I would take with this. Okay. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. Have a good evening. Have a great, have a great night, you. sir. Talk to you soon. Okay. Yeah, I love working with the uh, Doreen Virtue cards. They are amazing. It's a funny thing. Over the years, I never really thought too much of people who were into angels. I knew people who would go to conferences, and I'd say, what in the world can you have a conference for about angels? And I heard a talk last summer by a woman who had uh, – learned a lot through Doreen Virtue, and who actually counseled asking angels for help, like asking, saying what you want, and asking for help and being open to it. And after that, I got that deck, and it was astonishing the how relevant each card, when I would pull a card out of it, how absolutely relevant it was to the situation every single time. So I, for a good period of time, I was pulling one every single day, which is what I often do when I first working with, work with a tool. Yeah, uh, usually at nighttime I'll, I'll grab one of the decks and I'll be like, all right, need to know a little bit of insight in this and, and pull a couple of the cards. And mm-hmm. I actually got to meet Doreen uh, in November. Oh, where was that? Um, here in Tampa. They were having the I Can Do It conference. Oh, how wonderful. And um, I was I was blessed uh, to be able to go because, um, you know, I've talked back and forth on Facebook with her, trying to get her on the radio show, and she's so busy. So I said, well, you're going to be in Tampa. I said, how about if we meet for coffee? I said, I'll just go ahead and I'll record the interview. And next thing I know, her assistant is emailing me and telling me that they have a ticket for me for the uh, to go and meet Doreen. And I thought it was just for the you know just to go there to when she was um, you know going to be on stage, but it was for the whole three days. Well, that was generous. 
So I got to go ahead and uh, met her in person as well as a few other people, but her energies are just as wonderful uh, up close, too. That's, one, that's, that's a great story. Uh, and again, I, you know, like so many people, I tell them, it's, you know, just put out to the universe. You know, and I was like, okay, please, if, you know, I'm supposed to, you know, talk with her and all, you know, help this go through. And next thing you know, I'm going there and meeting her in person. Never so hurts was, to ask. In fact, it nope. usually helps. Yes, usually definitely. Helps. And the angels do work some uh, some miracles at times. Oh, yeah. I I had a, a person very close to me who was in the hospital in very serious condition and uh, had a... a I actually had a nurse named Gabriel, and then the next nurse that came in was Raphael. I'm not making this up. And I sat there saying, if the next one is Uriel, I'm leaving. I can't deal with this. You know, like, <laughs> they were actually showing up in person. Yeah, it is interesting how uh, you run into people, and you know they have the angel names and all. It's like, okay, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. They're just trying to always get your attention. Tap, 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 tap. Oh, yes. Let's go ahead, and we'll bring on Jan from South Carolina. Hello, Jan. You're on the air. Hi. Um, Kathy, you are so generous with your time, which is you make all the um, the emails, blasts that you do, and um, the information is just really great. And I want to thank you for that. Thank um, you. I know who this is. Thank you. I know you know, but... You know, <laughs> But the the thing is, is I don't know that you know that in the last year I've had breast cancer, but I'm fine. I had colon cancer at the end of the year, but I'm fine. And um, so now we're kind of going through a bunch of financial problems, and I was just wondering, and I just want to tell everybody, go get your test, because I was not sick. I was not anything, and it was just in the test that they found all this stuff. Whoa. So it was... Um, yeah, so go get your test. Um, and um, cancer is not the end of the world, even though you think it is at the time. That's a powerful message. It is not, but it helps you, really, in the in the long run to see things if you're looking. So anyway, I just want to know when this bad stuff is going to end if you can see an end to it. You mean the bad financial stuff? Yeah. Or just the difficult stuff in general? Okay. Financial more than anything. Um, uh, just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. hang on. This certainly sounds like early rumblings of the Uranus-Pluto stuff. Uh, Would you mind giving your birth date? Nope, I was going to give it to you anyway. That was funny. Um, It's August 21st, 53. August 21st. I actually had my ephemeris open to 53. Okay, August 21st. Huh. Okay. Okay, Moon in Capricorn. Were you born early in the morning? Yes, I was. So you've got Pluto. Pluto, uh, the, the regenerator. Pluto. <laughs> Pluto, the regenerator, has is 
has been moving across your moon and is sitting there basically and um so you're going through a complete revamping of your attitude about long-term security what makes you feel really safe and uh also uh your ability to nurture yourself mm-hmm. uh, absolute metamorphosis in that and this is going to be hit a number of times in the next three years. So you're in an ongoing process, and the next rounds of it don't have to be as dramatic as what you've been experiencing, but what you're talking about really does sound like Pluto hitting hitting the moon. And then this year, Uranus gets into the picture as well. Pluto's one of the cosmic change agents. It's the unavoidable the stuff you see coming, you can't get out of the way. Uranus is out of the blue, blam, ah, suddenly being pushed in a big, a different direction, getting hit in the head, seeing things differently. Um, it's erratic, unforeseeable change, and those two influences are going to be moving into a position, an aspect that demands action five times between now and 2013, uh, 2015, excuse me. And this year, the two times it happens, which would be June and September, Pluto will be pretty much on your moon while this happens. So uh, you're going to, I, I'm guessing, stand, learn to stand up much more for yourself, be much more um, proactive and daring and have a, you know, if I'm now or never kind of attitude about life, this is going to be extraordinarily invigorating for you but it's going to have things in turmoil for a while. So how this gets back to your financial question is that uh, the outer events in the long run are not going to be what is important about what you're going through right now. You're going to get down increasingly, increasingly, increasingly to your basic bottom line of how where, what you place how you define security and what you put it in. Mm-hmm. So this is real, I hate to say, um, survivor stuff. And I don't yeah. mean like, yeah. So you're, uh, you know, you're 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 going to come through with knowing like the three things that are absolutely non-negotiable in your life that you absolutely have to have, and the and then everything else will be gravy that you get on top of it. So it's going to continue for the immediate future. You're going to have things just barely under control. But with the with the idea that if you let your attention wander, all the balls might fall. So there's there's a real element of just paying attention, staying on top of things, and to some extent feeling like every time you hear see the phone that it's someone tracking you down, you know, feeling like you're like it's coming at you, but you're going to hit a point of it being kind of quiet and uh uh oddly uh i think july might be a more quiet time in all of this uh you sorry, might be able to get, i'm sorry so july so it feels oh. like it feels like you're going to be fending things off and feeling a bit like you're under siege for a period of time, and then you'll 
you'll hit a point where you just chill out and it doesn't affect you. And when you get to that point of detachment and the emotional element of it all just recedes, and I really do see it being kind of a process of, you know, the sun is still rising, I'm still breathing, what can they do? Are they going to kill me? No. Right. That when you hit that point, then the new financial beginning hits. Then it Mm -hmm. starts flourishing and taking. And it does feel like that is this year. That that could actually be this summer. Actually, by your birthday, things could feel drastically different in a much better, more hopeful way. And for one thing, you'll have a lot more of your energy back by then. Mm -hmm. And that will be enormously helpful. Like the the fire, the spark, the enthusiasm, where you will move from I'm fighting to move from I'm fighting to I'm having a blast, I'm doing things, I'm excited, I'm putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, taking a, this seems to be a theme. Taking a rest <laughs> so seems to be mm-hmm. really useful, but not just yet. Okay, you still have stuff you have to just, you have to be careful about. But I, there's going to be an enormous sense of healing, and I don't know how this is going to happen and where it will come from. But a sense of calm and prayers being answered. That's good. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, it's been, with being in Pluto, it just, you don't know what's going to hit you next. And it's it's been hard, but it's very been very um, much growth and um, finding out what is important, you're right, and what's not. So. Yeah. And, and it's facing primal fears and getting down to what your life is about. And truly, kind of the aftermath of what you've been through is, yeah, you, yeah, there are these financial issues and there are obligations and there are things that you're going to want to take care of. On the other hand, money is not what your life is about. Mm-hmm. Yep. In a way well, that it's you never are, been. You are you. I'm telling you, I love your website. Um, it's so helpful, and keep doing it because it really is helping everybody. Um, whether they know it or not, it's helping so much. Um, uh, and I think you're just so generous with your time. Well, thank because you you're, so much. You are hardly the only person that I know that does all the um, the deep insights, you know, during the, for the week and all that. So thank, thank you. you. You're very welcome. All right. Well, I hope to talk to you again. Well, I hope I, I hope I do too. And please let me know how things are going. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm serious. Bye. Bye, dear. Okay. Bye. Well, that's a pleasant surprise. <laughs> See, again, you wonder. It's like, oh, I wonder if anyone actually goes to my website is going to call in, and they do. Yeah, it's very nice. Hello, Tina from Chicago. You're on the air. Hi, Tina. How are, how are you? Good. Oh, my question is revolving around money. I wanted to see if you see anything turning out for me anytime soon. Anything turning out? Turning around. If I'm making turning around the corner anytime oh, soon. Oh, turning around. Okay. 
Is there something that you've been working on since last summer? Well, yeah, I've been working on this for a long time. Yeah. For a long time. And did in the middle of March, so just like a week and a half ago, did you start to see anything kind of stabilize in any kind of small way? Mm, I sort of have an idea in March, but um Right now, I'm not working, so it's kind of, like, hard to move anything forward. But there's an area that you have worked in. Yeah. And there's there's some connection between last July, last October, and this March that's a kind of a, a refining of the direction that you're working in. It would make sense, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So I will tell you that there's some kind of groundwork that you've laid that's that's like a new platform for you, even if you don't currently have a job. There's something that's different in the way you're approaching things, the way you're thinking about your life and yourself. And hold on. And a the breakthrough or the the change is going to come not when you're seeing looking for it, not from a direction that you think it's going to come. It's going to be there's something enormously unexpected, very surprising. So whatever your ideas have been about how you have to go about stuff, it's going to come very very differently. It will be when the temperature is warmer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't feel that it's that far off. It's not like it's in August or something. It's much closer than that. And you're, it, it calls upon and it relies on talents that make you feel very good about yourself. Okay. And, and also there's something involved that's, that ties back to things that you did when you were really, really young in some way. It makes sense. Okay. All right. So I guess the suggestion coming out of this would be to get as much of your life. Well, if you have an, if you think you have know what this might be, hone your abilities or work on them or just. Make yourself open to whatever the best possibility would be. Oh, I'll give you a mantra. Here's this. This is actually my homing thought of the week on this week's podcast. And this, and the sentence is, lead me to the activities and into the direction most beneficial to me. Okay. Lead, and then just, and you might every morning sit and get kind of quiet and empty yourself and then just say that, lead me to the activities and into the direction most beneficial for me and see what you find the impulses to do. And that will that will help you pass the time in the most appropriate way until this breaks open because you can't make this happen, whatever it is. It's going to come completely from left field. Okay, because I've been trying. It's not working. Yeah, trying's not going to do it. Trying's not going to do it. You've already laid the groundwork, I think is what the answer here is. 
you've laid the groundwork and it has it's going to come back. It's like sending out a boomerang and you don't know when it's going to come back at you. So, you know, you might uh, get things in order in your life, organize stuff, um, you know, organize your papers, organize your home, organize whatever the workspace is you have in your home, and uh, uh, and then when things hit, then everything will be in order so you won't have to scurry around and try to find where stuff is. Okay. Okay. All right. I think we're oh. talking in circles, but, yeah, it makes sense to me. <laughs> okay. All right, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you. Okay. God bless. Let's go to, go to Joanne. Hello, Joanne. You're on the air. Hi, this is Joanne. Hi, Joanne. Hi, Kathy. So um, we have something in common. I grew up in New Jersey. In fact, I was married in Montclair. Oh, my goodness. I often work there. Yeah. But um, I live in Houston. Oh, hi. Yeah. So the reason that I'm calling you is is that um, I feel like I'm frozen at a crossroads right now, that my life's all about running around in place rather than moving forward. Like I'm losing things. I'm tripping over my own feet, literally. I can't seem to get organized, and I'm wondering what's going on. Okay. Well, there are a number of things. Uh, and, and you sound like a poster child for the confusion that many people are experiencing right now. The, there are three big things that are combining to cause this. One of them is the planet of communication is in a condition that's called retrograde. It means it's an optical illusion. It means that there's a difference in its speed and the Earth's speed and when viewed from the earth, it appears to be moving backwards. Then also the planet that rules our drive and our energy is also retrograde. That is Mars. And the third thing is that Neptune, which I call the cosmic fog machine, Neptune is the influence that unhinges us, unhooks us from normal physical reality at the beginning of February, entered its home base sign of Pisces. And it's making all these three things together are making people's thinking really nonlinear and somewhat confused and formless. I know people, I've seen bizarre traffic problems lately, snarls that no one can you can't see why. Excuse me, they're happening. Uh, I have been getting lost like crazy in places that I know very well. Um, the bottom line is your physical senses, your logical mind are not, those things are not the most reliable ways of getting around the world right now. And the retrogrades tend to slow things down. So we've got these two retrogrades, and we have a lot of planets in Earth signs, which is also very slow-moving energy. And it all combines to feeling like you're running in place. Now, this is going to start to break loose a bit. Mercury goes direct next week. Mars will end its retrograde in the middle of April 
Neptune's going to stay where it is for the next 14 years. So that's just a new type of energy we're going to have to get used to. We have not lived with it really before. It's the last time that it spent any amount of time in this sign was in the mid-1800s. So all of this is opening people to uh, using a different way of getting around. So it's not that that there's anything wrong with you or that you're being picked on by the universe or that you have any physical problems. It's simply that you are very susceptible, for whatever reason, to these different elements, and it's going to be breaking loose. Life will get faster once we get toward the end of April, and... uh, by the middle of April, uh, Mercury will be moving full steam ahead, and it will be. It's currently in the sign of Pisces, which you can't wrap your hands around. You can't put that in when you can't. It's hard to grab words. I'm not doing too well myself at the moment, but it's going to be back in a very fiery, perking along sign Aries by uh, as we get into April, and I think you're just going to feel like you're getting more and more out of this phase. Um, but the point of it is any kind of regular quiet time, any kind of regular connecting to a guidance that's other than your, other than your conscious mind, um, prayer, contemplation, meditation, simply being quiet periodically, all of these would be really, really helpful. And listening to your intuition, because you're getting little jiggles about things, and the more you listen to the little jiggles, you'll find that uh, then you can use your mind and your rational facility, your rational faculties to carry out the impulses of your intuition rather than trying to talk yourself into doing things that something in the pit of your stomach is telling you not to do. Does, does, okay. does this help? Yeah, it does. So do you think that, like, by the middle of April, towards the end of April, maybe my romantic life is going to, start percolating again, like maybe I'll have some idea what's going on with my job. I mean, I'm just so out of sorts with all these things. Well, that, no, that's understandable because there's a lot of stuff that people are just really, really uncomfortable with right now. Um, what was going on? Do you see any parallels between now and 12 years ago in your romantic life? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of parallels with that. I mean, this massive confusion and this this weird you know i mean this sort of disconnection with i sort of feel like i'm it's, i'm disconnected with the physical world which you know it almost sounds bizarre while i say it but um you know i yeah i went through a period like this 12 years ago so that puts me god okay so i'm going to be 55 so that puts me about 43 yeah I was in really bad shape then too, except I was clinging to a bad relationship that didn't that shouldn't have been a relationship. Okay, and that that situation. So you've spiraled into something where that's not happening now. No, no, I'm, I'm I've been alone for about four years now, and it's sort of which is very unusual. I, I mean, but I have plenty of friends. It's not that I'm not connected with other people. I just haven't had a romantic relationship, and yeah, work seems to. I, I'm, disconnected completely from my job. I mean, the communication is almost nil, except that I don't think there's anything wrong. Um, Okay. The first thing is the more you, well, 
you can find a way to link this exist this non-physical way of going about things and bring it down into your body. It sounds strange, but the the way to get through now is to simultaneously exist with your head off in the spiritual realm and your feet firmly on the ground so that you're kind of bridging the existences and they're all unified in you. Sounds like gobbledygook, but they're not separate things. The way to to unify it and 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 so when you if you do t- spend time sitting quietly do not sit cross-legged sit with your back straight in the chair and your feet flat on the floor and okay. and actually consciously pull energy into your body um spending time outside uh actually the weather is still temperatures are still decent where you are and, and this oh, is beautiful this is, i've been gardening a lot lately yeah this is oh good good because actually getting your hands physically in the dirt and this is this is street festival time in houston so you know oh, well, I'm, I'm in the i'm in the garden twice a day i'm picking vegetables to eat for the breakfast and i'm you know there at night weeding and watering so that's a very useful thing um that's an extremely useful thing um then uh in the the relationship realm, uh, something could possibly open up in June, and uh, the the type of energy that you seem to be attracting is someone who's also a little bit not completely firmly on the earth. Uh, so it's a softer kind of masculine energy. Um, he may be off in his own little world a little bit. Uh, he may have his own escapist tendencies, but this is not going to be someone who goes about things just working really hard for the money um, kind of guy. It would be someone who has, uh, like I said, a softer quality to him um, and uh, maybe a somewhat spiritual bent himself. Um, But it's not, and it's not going to play out like you're used to. You probably have you have a certain history of things happen one two three you know uh, this this has its own rhythm and the and you the next one you get maybe a stepping stone relationship okay okay where you get to look at things a little differently and look at your own patterns a little differently and you can close the chapter it, it, its main purpose will be for you to watch the movie play out and consciously close a chapter in how you have dealt with uh, men in the past or what you have seen as the dynamics between you and another person, what you think, you know, what you believe is possible in a relationship. And this, this, this first one might be a little bit, it might actually be kind of short by October or November then somebody else comes in who's much more lively, uh, much more, uh, I want to say much more wash and wear, (laughs) not so sensitive, you know, who's more of a people person. He can, like, actually be out in public and not flip out and not need to go be off by himself and suck on a beer. Uh, (laughs) So... So I, mean, I could live through that if it means that it's the end of that karmatic phase because I feel like I you know this whole thing with men that if I don't you know it's been very karmatic and that I you know I keep 
I've been repeating the same patterns over and over again, and I haven't learned the lesson. So then I just, you know, like the latest thing was just to be away from having a relationship. That was part of it. So I was like, please, I'm like ready to like end that part. Am I making any sense? Absolutely. Just okay. so so don't don't assume if you meet someone and you feel something developing, don't assume this is the be all and end all. Just look at it as ah, okay, is this going to close the chapter? And and you stand back and watch in a way that you haven't before. And I do see you standing back and watching in a way that you haven't before. And okay. then you'll see things, and almost like you'll start laughing, like, oh, okay, I see what I do. I see what this says about what I what I think. Hmm, how can I change the way I think about this? Because really, you're going to get a text. You're going to get a walking exam, uh, a walking illustration of what your beliefs about relationships have been. And then you'll laugh and go, I am not that person anymore. This is so not who I am now. And just consciously change what you say, what you think. Because the words that you use to describe yourself really do lead to how you get treated and okay. what and what you accept, you know. So you might say, oh, I always, you know, I always have a type. This is a, this kind of guy is my type. And you're going to realize, no, that's what you used to draw. But the fact that you used to be involved with a certain type of person does not condemn you to always be involved with that certain type of person. That's old, and now you'll have the awareness and go, oh, I'm not – I'm not that way anymore. And you, once you start changing the way you say things and the way you think about things, then something that is different has the ability to take shape in front of you mm-hmm. and come in. Okay, that makes sense. So and good I, luck with all that. Yeah, and I think you actually answered my question about what's going on with work. If communication is down to next to nothing, then... Nothing's going to happen until things can, you know, the rest of the stuff works out. That's right. Okay. Well, Kathy, it was nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Good luck. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. She has some nice energies. Yeah. I definitely agree. Let me bring on Mary Lou. Hello, Mary Lou. Mary Lou, you're on air. Hello, Michael. Michael. Yes. Can you hear You're me? You're on here, dear. Can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Okay, good. I was talking, but no one could hear me. Hi, Kathy. Hello. <laughs> um, I was wondering if you could tell me what the most important thing that Spirit would want me to know right now. Um, it's going to sound trite, (laughs) but what I heard is be at peace. Okay. So I, uh, now to, uh, to vamp on that for a second, uh, the way to be at peace is to periodically drain yourself of the chatter and the worries and your preconceptions of what you have to do and what has to happen in your life and what you want to have happen in your life and just to periodically spend moments in quiet and in calm. And you'll find that as you do that, 
if you do it on a regular basis, even if it's just for 30 seconds and then a minute and maybe a minute and a half, if you do this periodically, you'll have these pockets of not being in anxiety and in panic. Be at peace, I think, is very important because there are so many people who are running around in anxiety and fear right now that I believe that fear is taking on its own form, kind of like the character Voldemort in the Hogwarts books, Harry Potter books, getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And if you can find your own pockets of peace, being at peace, you won't get infected by the fear and the panic that seems to be running rampant in the general consciousness. Um, hold on, there's a second piece. Uh, this is a strange one. Um, do you have any connection to blueberries? I have blueberry plants. You have blueberry pan- plants. Plants. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I had this this image of of actually taking a, one of those metal combs and pulling the blueberries off the bushes and making a pie. I think that's a symbol of of actually enjoying the fruits of your labor and doing something special and celebratory with it. Are you laughing? No, I'm listening. Oh, okay, because I heard this weird weird squeaking noise. (laughs) Maybe that's what that was. So that was the second image then. How nice that it sort of makes sense. I thought, okay, why am I seeing blueberries? (laughs) It was a stressful day. Ah, okay. Well, uh, And I never stressed. Oh, I'm sorry. Your your phone seems to be changing um, the frequency that it's broadcasting I, I, on. I was just saying that it was a stressful day, and I'm never stressful, so thank you. If You're you very should. welcome. Um, I'll let you get on to the next call. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome, dear. Have a good and night. Thank, and thank you, Kathy. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Go to Barry in Boston. Hello, Barry. Hi, how you doing? Doing great. Hey, how Barry. can I help you? Um, I'd just like to know, uh, get a little outlook on the future, you know, and uh, I want to take some trips and stuff, and I'd like to see, what, you know, is it favorable for me to take a trip? Am I going to be successful in my trip? You know, things like that. When you say successful, is there a business uh, slant to the trip you're thinking about taking? Uh, well, it's 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 more uh, uh, social, you know. Um, but uh, I'm looking for a job, and I'm looking for a job, uh, you know, you know, wherever I can find one. I wanted to go down south. I'm up in Boston. I wanted to go down south, and uh, you know, I'm just trying to find out, uh, you know, should I look for one around here, or uh, you know, wherever I go, should I take my resume and be ready to uh, look for work? Well, you know what, you're going to be, a, you are going to make your own luck. So if you're on a trip, why not be prepared? What if you run into someone? So why not take your resume? Because you're, uh, what the next thing is that comes to you, you're going to make happen. And that's very different from what I've been getting for other people, but you will. Mm-hmm. You, will you will make it happen. So uh, be, uh, hmm, this is interesting. 
Okay. Well, there's some there's some kind of there's some kind of competition, uh, but there's more, it's more like you're going to actually be physically like playing a sport with somebody that would play a role. Do you do you, do what you play? I don't know what. It could be a game involving several people. I think it's not just like racquetball or something. But is there is there anything you do? That no, I'm, 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 no, I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm not playing any sports. As a matter of fact, uh, I've got a problem with my back, You're so I'm really your... not. Uh, so this, yeah, this is just really the energetic doing... moving around. Then it's not. It's not physically moving around. Uh, some you're probably going to have to. Um, so there's some element of politicking and playing a game energetically if it's not a physical sport then. Okay. Okay. Um, well, okay, so it looks like uh, going somewhere, somewhere that you actually want to be and seeing mm-hmm. if it matches what you're looking for is important. So there is an element of checking a place out. In a trip, okay, uh, okay, and, and then there's also the element of making your own luck. So being prepared, being ready, uh, having your elevator pitch, whatever the word, you know, whatever, knowing what you would say if you did run into someone, and just happening to have your resume with you. Uh, there's a lot of and there's a lot of talk. It's, I don't see you just sitting back and waiting for things to happen, um, and it leads to something where you will actually be emotionally really connected with whatever happens. So you're not going to make a decision. It's unlikely that you would choose to do something just because, oh, this 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 job looks like it's got good security and benefits and I like the uh you know, like the salary. It would actually have a wow, I want to do this. I'm excited. I feel good about it vibe to it. So it's not settling and and not merely doing something to be able to pay the bills, something that actually you feel really good about yourself, like, wow, this is cool. Uh, And it does look like you're headed into something that's pretty financially solid. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so that part feels good. So a friend of mine and me, we're we're getting ready to, to open up a business here, but that's going to take a little time, so you know you still have to make substance until that time comes through. So that's what I was. Uh, I'm looking around now for something just to hold me over until we get sure. things moving. You know. Well, and and there there is a bit of having to adjust here and there, and that may be what I was sensing. What you're talking about there, uh, of when I said, "Are you playing a sport?" Because there is there is something like where you can't just sit. You have to be. Moving here, moving there, trying this, trying different things. So that that right, sounds right, like it, okay. it, it's addressing what you were talking about. All of which is to say, it sounds like your your general plan for how you're going to go about things is feeling like it's a, a viable and beneficial way to go. Okay, so what you're saying is things look, you know, pretty relatively solid for me in the future. In the future, yes. Does this business okay. involve food? Uh no, it actually involves transportation. Transportation, okay. All right, and you'd be using, you'd be creating uh, some kind of family atmosphere around it. I don't mean like babies and stuff. I mean like people who know each other and kind of. Uh, anyway, 
It, it looks good. Yeah, 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 more or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a uh, family business, not relatives, but people who have a family atmosphere in the exactly. business. Exactly, family atmosphere. Okay, good. All right. Yeah, then right. you're you're right. headed you're you're headed for a target you're going to hit. Okay. All right. All right. Now, uh, you say, uh, do you, uh, you, I heard you say before that you didn't, um, uh, health really wasn't, wasn't your expertise. No, health is not my expertise. You know, but, uh, oh, okay. Well, then I'll just, I'll just reserve that question then, you know. Okay. Some health issues. I just want to. I'll look at it if you want, but there are people who are better at it than I am. Oh, well, you've been pretty good so far, so, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a few health issues then. Uh, okay. Besides your back, there's something there's something on the front side also, like lower abdomen. Right, right, um, right, right. Um and and that seems to be they seem to be connected in some way, like muscular support issues. Um Okay. Uh and I don't know what you could do to safely strengthen it, but there is some kind of there is some kind of connection between what's happening with your back or what has happened to your back and the situation mm-hmm. that you're dealing with in the front part of your body. Okay. Um, and I'm seeing like muscles and tendons and things that are kind of strained and not uh, I don't know the word to put. I don't know the word for it. They're not supple. They're not supple. And my knee is hurting like, ah, as I talk about this. So I don't know. You get a problem with the knee as well. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, well, don't want actually, okay. I did have a problem with my knee coming from my back, you know, the sciatic nerve. So I have had problems with that in the past. Okay. Well... Hmm. I'm not sure what the solution is to any of this, except that there is a connection with all of it. And there, well, there is something here having to do with, on an energetic level, um, disproportionate obligations and responsibilities. So you might be emotionally wired to step into situations and be the person who just kind of takes care of stuff and shoulder and. Mm-hmm shoulders a lot of responsibilities and your body is showing you that sometimes it can actually hurt you to take on mm. more than is yours. Okay. Okay. So you, you might you might that. explore the concept of setting some uh some boundaries and allowing other people more latitude to take care of their own business. Even though okay. you know you could just step in and do it, and it would be so much easier, um, that might not always be the most beneficial use of your energy. Right. In other words, everybody's got to carry their own weight. Well, yeah, and also look at it this way: your the fact that you have these pains or, or whatever you want to call it are, are making it impossible for you to take on more than you can handle, or. Okay. More than what's really yours, because you have to use all your energy for yourself. Right. Right. Okay. So that's okay. kind of 
an unusual backhanded way of getting into it, but that's what I got. <laughs> okay. Uh, we, we have we have a similar background. I, I lived in Houston. I came from New Jersey. So, uh, you know. Oh, how interesting. I, I used to live down <laughs> Yeah, I used to live down in down in Third Ward, down in uh, down in Houston. Oh my and, goodness, uh, I, I, I live lived not over... far from the Third Ward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, because I I lived down by the University of Houston, down on uh, Wheeler Street in Scott. So I lived down that way, you know. Then uh, I came from New Jersey, uh, Jersey City, lived in Atlantic City. So we got similar backgrounds there, you know. That's so. very interesting. Uh, I had some amazing barbecue the last time I was in your old neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> That's Selma. No, they got Boy. some good food around here. They got some they good sure food. Do. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, thank you very much. Appreciate your help. And uh, you're very you, welcome. You hit, the, hit the nail right on the head. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Now. Thank right, you. Bye bye. Small world, isn't it? Oh, you, yeah. It's hysterical. Oh, Haven't yeah. you had this experience? I used to work psychic fairs. I don't anymore. But I would find. I would find in the course of an afternoon working at a psychic fair that almost everything, that there would be themes, you know, themes to the issues that people would bring in, and they would always be something running through my own life. I'd just laugh. So there are always commonalities, and people find, they resonate with someone, and they find the people that speak to them in some way. Oh, yes. Yeah, we have a a twice-a-month psychic fair. So it definitely keeps us busy. Oh, I bet. But you've experienced that, haven't you? Where you find your own issues walking through the door and sitting down in front of you. Oh, yes. In, in somebody else's body. You go, uh, I can't escape it. It's here. Oh, today we're dealing with this. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're going We're going up to your neck of the woods now. It's uh, Jill from New Jersey. Hello, Jill. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, Jill? Good. And I have to stick with the trend here. We have a friend in common, but I didn't live in Houston. Oh, we have a friend in common. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Am I allowed to say her name or? <laughs> I don't know. Maria Elena. Oh, how funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I wanted to yell through the phone because I, my favorite thing in the world is blueberry pie. <laughs> oh, how funny. I was seeing it, so I guess we And I just had knee surgery a few months ago, so. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, wait, those are all for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Um, for me, I've been in my own business for about three and a half years, and I'm kind of struggling with it and at crossroads about what I want to do with it. And my husband's starting a new business that I'm kind of being forced into helping him with, and I just don't know where my life is going. You don't, even though you may inside feel that it's urgent to do something about this, and even though people around you might be pressuring you to decide what to do, you have time. Okay. You have time. There's no rush. Um, uh, How many years ago, four years ago, three and a half that you started? Three and a half years, yes. Okay, so there is a testing in that coming up. Uh, do you feel something, some some kind of shift or change or like the, the circumstances around the, in the environment what the, the business operates in are 
yes. getting pushed at and challenged. So that's going to get sharp. That'll get, and and that's going to be an ongoing situation for okay. a while, uh, for several years actually. But it's not going to be the same thing each time. Uh, okay. And it and it will not always be feeling like you're being battered. Um, sometimes it's going to be energizing. Sometimes it's going to cause you to stand and go, I know what I have to do, blam, and take charge of some things. Um, although if you these 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 different moments of pressure would be um, openings that you have that are opportunities to say I've had it and I'm walking out now. Your which is not to say you have to do that, but I'm saying that, that those would be windows when you would have okay. the option to say I'm calling quits. Um, your uh, you have a very strong intuitive feeling about how things should go. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing that you, on some level, already know where you think things are going. Okay. Is there, a, I mean, is there a, a fear of something's going to go down the tubes? Well, I mean, I, it's it's network marketing, so I own my own part of the company, but the company itself has gone through a lot of changes. So I have no control over those changes. Right. And if you, has, there, has anything happened that's actually sort of disillusioned or disappointed yes. you? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Absolutely. Um, well, um, you know, uh, I, th- I think your in- the inclination is going to be to pull your energy in and not invest as much as you have mm-hmm. in what's been going on and to be really careful of what you're doing Um and this is a business where you deal largely with women. Mm. Not really. I I network with a lot of women, and I run two networking groups for women. So maybe okay. that's where that's coming from. Maybe that's where the women are pretty coming mixed. from. Yeah. Uh, because there's a very there's a real strong element of just trusting your knowing, trusting okay. what you sense, uh, and that is what's going to help you navigate. And figure out what you can, what you have power over, what you have autonomy over, and what is outside of your control. Because it's a weird, excuse me, it's a weird kind of mix. Yes. Uh, <laughs> even though it's even though there's a company that that has the system, you still have aspects of it that you, you know, you you determine how much time you're going to put and. Mm-hmm. what you're going to do and all that stuff. So um, it's just kind of weird, uncertain situation for some time. Okay. So, But, okay, there's no urgency. I'll go back to that point. Okay. You don't have to decide now what to do. And, in fact, you don't have all the data to make a decision that you'll be really comfortable with. In terms of do you continue putting your energy into this and keeping this going, or do you switch over and work with your husband? I do think it's an either-or situation. It doesn't feel like it's all that comfortable to figure out a way to do both. Um, Okay. At the moment. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, as I do that, (laughs) I pull the card that is juggling two things. So, um, (laughs) Which I am. You, and uh, you, 
can get to the point, I think, where that will go more comfortably, but that is several months down the line. Mm-hmm. So for now, it does seem like just stepping back a little bit more and a little bit more from your own business and being really mindful of any energy or time or money that you're investing in it and almost being a little stingy with it, which is odd because you would think that the more the more you put into it, the more you stand to get out of it. But not at this moment because you're in kind of a wait and see, let me just see what's going on and analyze mode. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, and when you do that, if you're not just automatically automatically investing, automatically doing things, but stepping back and just sort of watching, you're going to start to know without being able to put your finger on why or how what is going on Okay. and get a much firmer sense of, ah, I see, all right, this is my terrain, blam, this is my turf, this is what I'm going to do. Um, it's probably... So your 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 span of time uh, with this being between things or not quite you know being in a holding pattern, not really knowing exactly where you want to go and what we'll do is between now and June. Okay, which and, that's when it's and, supposed to open. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, you'll learn a lot. Okay, there'll be things that will come to light in June, and you'll go, okay, now this makes sense. Okay. <laughs> So big revelations coming, and and they're not necessarily bad things, because mm-hmm. you then then things kind of even out, and you go, ah, now I see how I can do this. Okay. So give yourself slack, give yourself a slower timetable than you would wish, and just kind of let things play out a bit. Step back a little more and watch and observe. Um, I, I handed out. A, I gave someone a, a, a mantra a couple of calls ago. I have one for you. My mantra is: Show me another way to look at this, mm-hmm. and just have that periodically. What you say, and then step and let go of it, and you'll be driving down the street, and you go ah, uh, okay. and it'll just fall into your head, or you'll be taking a shower, and it'll just bubble up, or you'll get up in the morning and go, oh my god, now I see. Okay. Great, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So good luck because it is it's it is challenging, um, but it looks like you're going to get through it very nicely. Okay, wonderful. Thank this you stretch. so much. You're very welcome. Thank you. Bye. Many blessings. Too. Okay. Good night. Good night. So how can, can everyone? I, go ahead. Huh? I was no. going to say, can can I repeat again that uh, anyone who's listening, if you go to my website and sign up for my mailing list, I will send you an MP3 of a really nice guided meditation that's really good for relaxation and rejuvenation. Um, And my site is empowermentunlimited.net, and you can sign up for the mailing list in the top box on the left, the top of the page, and I send out a newsletter every Monday that has a list of all my latest writings, and sometimes I have stuff in the middle, in between Monday newsletters announcing a class or an appearance or a reading special or something like that. You're good, because I was just going to ask you to repeat your information on how to get a hold of you and all. 
But I do that throughout the shows, and I'm like, okay, I haven't done that in a while. Let's go ahead and get the information. And then you wanted to go ahead and give it. I'm like, you're good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I do that throughout the shows. It's all about you and promoting yourself anyway. So, you know, I want to try to repeat that, but not too much, um, you know, on there, uh, giving the information for you and also. So let me go ahead and ask you a question. Please. Okay. Uh, a little bit of insight into my business. Um, okay. I'm feeling, oddly, um, some kind of constriction or tightness between the throat and the heart uh, when you ask that. And I have the sense that there's something that's happened that's been hard for you to swallow. And I do think it has to do with the environment. Um, and there, there are things that you've tactically, diplomatically, politically held back from saying. Now, moving more into the business end... Um, there's a full moon next week that would be a really valuable moment of taking stock, not simply financially, but taking stock of what's what's been building, what your plans were, what you think you want, uh, where you're heading, all of those things, and it will be easy to look at stuff from a, with a kind of critical eye, but you can look, you can flip that into, first of all, acknowledging what you have built and have created and what has grown, and then look at how can you fine-tune this, how, you, how can you perfect it, how can you take little little steps, to spruce things up just a tiny bit, um, and I think that 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 examination, that moment of just looking at things, is going to give you quite a bit of to see of uh, what you have actually pulled off so far and, and what's grown from it. Um, there is a little bit of. Um, for want of a better word, fighting off greater visibility, which seems counterintuitive because you have that huge honking yellow sign across your building, uh, and you would think on some level that, yeah, you do want a greater, greater presence, but there is there is uh, actually a challenge in growing because of things start when they things when things start changing and the scope gets bigger and the number of people that come in come in and out of your business gets larger and larger it can be hard to accommodate um, the sudden change and so there could be it is it's I'm sensing somewhat of a of a holding off of uh, I don't want to get too big I do I do but I don't um, there is help available to you in dealing whatever that holding off actually involves. 
And uh, you have, what, three specific guides you work with? Three major ones? Yes. Uh-huh. And they have uh, info info slash help for you. I mean, you can certainly ask them. You probably already do, but you can have them sort of participate also in, in whatever your plans are since we're now hitting the end of the first quarter. You can have them... Uh, help you implement and brainstorm and implement where you want things to go through the rest of the year. It does look like greater prominence is something that you're heading towards. And then, of course, the words every small business person wants to hear, a burst of growth in income. (laughs) That does look good. All right. So, and it also, the, this, this, um, burst of creativity and income um, is not a one-shot situation. It is like recognizing that you've planted a garden with crops that will blossom um, at differing points so that you're doing different things in different parts of the garden at any given time on the calendar. So some things will, some things will, will come into fruition in the early part of the year, and then they kind of die back, and then there's something else that comes and takes its place. So there's a, a like a rotation of what what's going on, and there's always something growing, always something being seeded, always something being harvested, always something that's bringing money in. It's really lovely, with a real high creativity element to it. Cool. Is there anybody that I need to watch out for? Oh. There's been a there's been information or a signal or a message around you that you haven't wanted to look at. Um, so you've had a, a twinge about a someone or someone's, but you talked yourself out of it like eh, no 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 no. Um, and the kind of representative image I'm getting is somebody with. Uh, kind of a tall, lanky guy with really, really dark hair. And he has an Indian feel to him, even if he's not, I mean, Native American. Um, And that may be, um, you know, there are other tenants in your strip center, right? Yeah. Okay. So I think it's... Yeah, I don't know if it was anybody... I don't know if it was anybody, you know, actually, you know, volunteering or helping out that I needed to watch out for. Well, that's the that, that's the physical image I'm I'm getting, and like I said, there is somebody, something that's in your midst that you haven't really turned and looked at and gone, uh, but you know that you can dedicate, uh, you can consecrate the space, you can dedicate it, you can set, you can set guidelines for what can enter and what can't. So you have the power. You have the power to uh, to keep the what am I trying to say uh, to set the ground rules for who can come in, and this includes who can come in over the phone lines, who comes in through the website, who walks through the doors. You can set it so that people that are going to resonate at a certain frequency and be open and be able to receive the information that you have. So I okay. 
That's it. That, that's what I'm seeing. Because it does look like you can truly expand where your message is going. There is um, so there is somebody around, but you can set it so that this person really doesn't do anything that's not beneficial. Okay, that makes sense. And again, tall, lanky, very, very, very dark hair. Okay, so it's somebody else that I have to watch out for too then. Uh that's the first person that I that I mentioned. Okay. Man, tall, lanky, very, very dark hair. Uh but you can like again, you can just you can set the guidelines, you can program the doorways for who can come in. Cool. Yeah, you're definitely definitely right. There's um some things that you know that I you know I've caught and I'm like mm, not sure if I should say anything or not and you know so hold back on on uh, speaking something so yeah yeah and I've already started taking you know looking back at it's like okay how can I fine tune things how can I see you know what we're doing right what we're doing wrong um, even to the point of asking people for feedback of um, you know my service you know when I do a service. Uh, you know, because uh, Tuesday night we do message, you know, healing night. Thursday nights are uh, messages and spirit, and even to the point of getting feedback on that. You know, what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong from people? You know, you might phrase it slightly differently. You might put it in terms of what was beneficial. What would you have liked to? What would have been more helpful? Yeah. That's that's one thing I was uh, you know going to go ahead and try to do, and uh, so I've got a few other people that want to help um, doing some services, and I was like, well, you know, I may ask people for feedback, you know, almost like a you know a rate the minister type thing and all, and uh, you know, actually, it's uh, a couple of people that got upset, thought it was competition. I'm like, it's not competition; it's to get feedback to see what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Yeah, but I would encourage you to to change the way you're phrasing it. Yeah. From what you're doing wrong, just to to find a different way to phrase it than that. Yeah. See what people are looking for and and how we can go ahead and give that to them. Right. You know what's what what fell short of meeting their needs. What might have what might have been more beneficial. That sort of thing. Yeah. So that's why I said you know trying to go ahead and and fine tune tune things and uh, you know try to find out how we can go ahead and. Um, spruce things up like you were talking about. This is you're on target. Cool. Well, thank Virgo you. Virgo New Moon next week. It's the peak time for it, so you're building towards it. Yeah, that's what I, I'd wanted to do because we're getting ready to. We're actually going to start our grand opening on Friday the thirteenth. Oh, good. So, sort of like an in-your-face type thing, you know. And, and you know, hopefully, you know, I'm going to do a press release on it as well, and let the news media know that, you know, Friday the 13th Metaphysical Center has a grand opening, and you know, just. Well, Mercury will be direct, and Mars is stationing direct that day. It doesn't actually, um, it doesn't actually move appreciably for a while, but you'll, you know, for, for the days in the foreseeable future. Um, that, that's not a bad one to have picked, and I definitely like the, the vibe of a Friday the 13th. I think they're cool. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what I like about it. It's like, oh, come on in, see what the fuss is all about, you know. And so, but yeah, definitely trying to fine tune things already and get everything, uh, you know, get everything going into into higher gear. 
that's appropriate. Cool. Thank you. You're very welcome. Well, let's go ahead. We'll get Pamela from Arkansas on. Hello, Pamela. Hello. Hi, Pamela. Good evening. Hi. I have a, a theme with you also. I'm from recently moved from Houston. <laughs> um, I have a question. Uh, my son was killed 27 years ago, and I've been trying to pursue to open the case back up because I was never able to get justice, and I'm just wondering if I should go ahead and follow through with this, or will I ever find justice? And your definition of justice is finding the killer and finding I, I know who the killer is. I just want to know, I want to know if he will ever be punished. Is, is, is it Am I just, you know, am I just going to let God do it? Um, Okay, this whole thing is coming back around again for wrapping up energetically within the next year. And there is an element of choice on your part of how much longer you want to be carrying this around in your heart. And I don't mean the memory of your son. I mean the whole emotional connection to the killer and to his fate. Exactly. Um, And I think that your attitude toward it is going to start to shift dramatically after October. So let me think. Is it going to be? Is it going to actually get you? Is it going to get this man? punished if you okay I don't sense that you're ready to put this burden down yet so I am not making your decision for you in what I am about to say but I have the very strong feeling that by continuing to pursue this you're not going to get what you want out of it. But I also sense you're not ready to drop it. Um, So. uh, Well, I have joined, I have joined a child abuse advocacy. Okay. To help me deal with it. Uh, Do you have a male counselor? Do I have a, no, I do not. Okay, because there is a man that you talk to who seems to be very important in this. Now, this could be somebody who's an investigator, who's a detective, who's on the police force. There does seem to be okay. there's a man you can have fairly logical conversations with that will help you figure out what to do. Uh, it's a process. It's not something that you're going to just suddenly... Uh, put down, and it may well be that what you do with this is put somehow bring the whole issue into what you see as your work, service work in some way, that you, uh, this this is not going to end with you're just deciding, okay, I'm putting this to rest, you will somehow take the experience that you've had and also the process that you go through 
putting this to rest. And you can work with other people and be of assistance. So it ends and up that's turning what I in, want to do. Yeah, it does turn into a mission for you. <laughs> it has. I just, yeah. I just never knew why, and I was accused of it, and it's that's why I can't let it rest. And it's just if I can help someone else with it, you know, maybe I can help these. Oh, well, I think that you're, yeah, and that, that's a very good way of looking at it. I also think that the um, coming, that you're going to come to peace with the issue before you work with other people, although working with other people will help you stabilize it, but you're, First off, there's a puzzle piece you don't have yet, but talking with this male advisor gets it into your hands somehow. And uh, there is, and I think you may come to see the um, energetic toll. Uh, this is this is and has been taking on you but again the time frame here is about a year to a year and a half uh, so with with things being ra- starting to move into something radically different in the fall so it's good that you're with this group and through it through someone you talk to through a casual conversation most likely this will lead to speaking to Invest. I don't know who it is. Investigator, detective. I don't know what. But there, there is a man you will be talking to that will help you. Uh, and and that's and, and that person is instrumental in your finding peace. Okay. Um, I need it. <laughs> and I actually, um, if you go to my website and you send me email and say I'm the person that asked you about X, I have a person I can refer you to. Okay, thank you. Actually, two. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I, I think, just I just never had answers. And then, well, yeah. You know, it, you know, when your child dies, you know, and you don't get answers, it's like you know you live with it. And you know, I've always wanted to talk to somebody and find out answers. Yeah. You know, at least, I mean, I never knew why. Why? Yeah. That would be bewildering, and living with that would be very hard. But I think you're, you are coming to the end of the cycle of of living with that question. Okay. That's what I needed to know. <laughs> okay. Well, and I appreciate your help, and oh, I will very... show your site. Okay, and, and send me an email, and I'll send you these people's names, okay? I certainly will. Okay. And thank you very much, Kathy. Best of luck. See, I think we've got time for one more call here. How about Donna? Hello, Donna. You're on the air. Okay. Um, can you guys hear me okay? Yes. Hi, Donna. Okay. Hi, Kathy. Um, I have... A question about a pastor that 
is pastoring the church I'm attending. Okay. And it's kind of scary even to talk about, but anyway, can you give me the scoop on the dynamic that, you know, it, it feels like it's approach avoidance, you know, like the dynamic between us seems to get really wacko sometimes and um, this particular brand I'm in, this church I'm in, the priests are not supposed to be married. They don't get married. And so I'm wondering if he's he gets freaked out because he's skidded along all his priestly life without having to deal with the fact that he has sexuality and then I appear and this is not the first time with um, stuff being attractive and having attractions from priests with me and so I'm wondering why he's kind of like he feels a little, I don't know, like sometimes, as long as he's kind of in charge of the interaction, he seems comfortable. But if I, I don't know. Uh, well, I've said enough. You should see what you well, think. Well, <laughs> a couple of things here. All right, this pattern hmm. is uh, is definitely a crossing over of timelines for you. I wondered. Um, okay. And okay. and and part of the intensity of the reaction that you two periodically have is because mm-hmm. on another timeline <laughs> excuse me, you do have a very different type of relationship and okay. it kind of bleeds over. Um oh. I I don't see him consciously pushing things in that direction in this lifetime. Right. Um, and actually, if you were to call him on it, he will deny it. And oh, yeah. try to make you feel yeah. like you're making right. it up. Yep. Mm-hmm. But this is this this is all a factor of... Um, sorry, suddenly my allergies are kicking in. Um, this is all a factor of other other lives, other timelines, and things sliding back and forth between them. Why is that uh, happening? What is that about? Well, I think there is some kind of unfinished business in you with these guys. It is, the importance of it is more uh, the pattern yeah, yeah, than yeah. this particular person, although I'm sure that it's, Aggravating, and there's a part of you that says, "Hey, you know, I'm a woman. Look at me. What what is your problem?" But uh, you're not going to win no. he, him over to. Yeah, he's very stuck. Yeah, no, you will not win him over to you. Um, and there is some very early childhood battle that you're reenacting here in some way, and you uh-huh. want to. And you want to say, ha, well, I'm going to win this one once and for all, damn it. <laughs> uh-huh. Except not. you're not. <laughs> not. 
Yes, You're not. Right. So, uh, uh, and, you no. know, it's also, there's another issue here, okay? The other part of it is there is something safe about having these energetic, these energy locks with men you cannot have. Unavailable, yeah. Uh-huh. And, oh, this is way beyond unavailable. I mean, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, and uh, when you, uh, it is possible to turn your focus a little more inward and, um what am I trying to say here? Uh, when your thinking turns around to it's okay for me to have a relationship, it's okay for me to actually have a relationship work, then it's not, I don't, I'm not sensing that this is an an unworthy thing. There's just some kind of programming. There's a pro, The programming is different than that. And there's a way you can tinker with it and when that gets resolved and you actually embrace the entitlement to a relationship, yeah. then somebody who's available and can actually follow through on it arrives. Well, um, I'm also having a Saturn return, and this kind of mentioned to me that, you know, um, don't even think about anything relationship-wise. Oh, I take and, issue with that one. Yeah, so so I don't know. Like, I mean, I do I do have people who are available and attentive, but I don't feel um, I don't feel it would work out with these other folks and. And then I had this programming that, you know, you're going to be doing this Saturn return for two years, and I'm into the second year now. And he was basically saying, you know, the guy that did the reading, don't even think about anything like that for a while. Well, I'm I'm going to disagree with that, respectfully disagree. And here's why. A Saturn return tests what you've built the structures that you've built in your life. And the ones that are good and solid become the foundation that you build the next chapter of your life on. And the ones that are not solid start to crumble apart. It doesn't mean you cannot have things. It means you get real and serious about things. And things go away that don't that don't fit. Um the one that's in your late that's in a person's late twenties is a really the first stage of really truly moving into adulthood, mm-hmm. and the one that happens in your late fifties is reviewing what you've done with the bulk of your adult life and building the platform for what you want to do afterwards. But there's a big element of review, testing and reviewing in both of them. Um, right. Frivolous stuff tends to not happen. These are not times for wild and crazy flings, because if you do that kind of thing and you're not using your energy responsibly, it will blow up in your face. But it doesn't mean mean that you, maybe not blow up in your face, it just won't work. Um, But this this also doesn't mean that you can't have things sink in, solidify, and get real and solid. 
So uh, maybe there was something else going on with where Saturn is in your chart and what it contacts. I don't know. Is it contacting your moon or something? I don't know. Um, Fourth house. Um, Fourth house. Well, you're getting getting very serious about your own security. Yeah. Your own emotional security. Well, well, here's the con- for most of my adult life, I was involved with women, and then I met a guy at an ashram who I was really drawn to, and we had this whatever it was for seven years, you no know, distance thing, and then he took off to go to England, and I really thought that was going to work out, and our common bond was the spiritual stuff, and you know, I, I don't hear from him at all, so that's out. And then two priests in a row. So I'm wondering, what what is the message here, y'all? You know, it's like I'm... I'm oh, there is like something, the, there's something yeah, Neptunian. I'm, feel, I'm feeling like I'm supposed to be... I mean, I'm going to be married, like heterosexually married. And yet, it's just not... Yeah. You know, there's something here about about integrating that. This is all Neptunian stuff you're describing, and there's something here about integrating that transcendent energy into the regularity of your mundane life. Yeah. And when that happens, you practice yoga, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> because... Because that's actually really beneficial. That's part of bringing the spiritual into your body, oh, and yeah. having a so as you do that, that's that's a that's a that's a stepping stone toward working this out. And this is actually a much more complex question than than I can fully address over the phone. But uh, but but this that's the pathway. All right, it, it does involve finding a way to integrate the spiritual into your actual physical life and your body and as you do that then you pull in a person who also does that well i i guess you know i've been telling myself all along that this is why these odd things with two priests because you know that's their life their spiritual work is their work and i feel like that's true for me too you know, but I I hear what you're saying. It's not totally integrated, I guess. Well, there, there, yeah, there's some other some other step to it, or maybe there's some other piece in retooling your inner relationship wiring mm. that that then makes it possible to have a person who is there, standing by mm-hmm. you, rather rather than untouchable, unreachable. Mm-hmm. Across the ocean, mm-hmm. whatever. And then, I mean, then you you draw a male advisor who tells you it will not happen. Ah, Saturn Saturn return doesn't mean it will not happen. Okay. All right. Well, I you know I was just thinking this thing with the priest again was just another confirmation of well, never mind. You know, wait until Saturn situation nope. is finished and you don't have to you you can you can take it that way you can choose to not take it that way okay all right all right 
Okay. Well, Be very sweet. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Good night, there. Good night. All right. Thank- well, thank you so much for joining me tonight. We have run out of time. Thank you so much for having me. I've had a blast. Oh, uh, well, hopefully we can have you on here again, helping out a lot of people. And uh, one more time, your website so that everyone can get a hold of you for private readings? Empowermentunlimited.net. Well, you have yourself a blessed evening, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon, Kathy. Thank you very much. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And don't forget, uh, Mark has a favorite on here. Follow us and check out our website, BeTheLightMetaphysicalCenter.com. Lots of great things coming up at the store for you. And if you haven't heard it yet today, you are loved because God loves you and so do I. Good night, everyone. <laughs>